0: Hey, it's me, Quentin. There's not a real episode this week. This week it's just me and Daniel talking about Avengers. An episode we originally recorded as a like a bonus thing, but I never got around to editing it. So here, instead of new content this week, you'll get old review content. So if that's not really up your alley, just hearing two dudes talk about a movie they watched, then you could just kind of pass on this one and we'll see you guys next week where we'll actually bring you those Spaceship Crash stories. But we're working on those and we're working on also remastering the first couple of episodes so we can get the sound quality up on those. So if you haven't listened to those, hold off a little longer because we'll have new versions of those and I'll announce next episode if those are ready or not. If you really need some actual comic book content you can always go to headline heroes they're they're a really good podcast or you can go to j miles explain the x-men not comic related but really good and comes out on thursdays along with our episodes as hey i've got an idea show those are all really good so if you want to if you don't want to hear us talk about the Avengers, go listen to all of those shows but if you do continue on because that's what we do also don't listen if you haven't seen it and you're still worried about spoilers here you go I guess Hello, I'm Quentin. And I'm Daniel. This is Double Issue. And this is a a special bonus episode where we talk about Avengers movie that we've both seen now. Infinity War. Yeah. That one. The new one. (laughs) We talk about Avenger, Age of Ultron. Hope you guys are ready for spoilers. (laughs) I hope it's not too soon. But really, we are going to spoil that movie, so if you haven't seen it, don't don't listen to this episode.
1: Yeah. We're going to talk big thought reactions.
0: And we also might have spoilers for Rogue One, for some reason.
1: We also have spoilers for... I thought we listed like two other movies. <laughs> I think we have They're spoilers for
0: 1968 Iron Man issue number 55, <laughs> where... Iron Man fights the Blood Brothers, and Thanos is first introduced. That was the spoiler. Thanos was introduced. (laughs) He was behind it all.
1: Oh, we should mention that we recorded a little one-minute audio clip out of this whole episode to send over to Nerdy Things Podcast. So you should go check them out.
0: Yeah, I'll try to remember to put a link in the show notes.
1: I think they're doing a whole episode about this. Yeah, they're
0: doing a whole episode... And it should be out before this, so we're not spoiling anything. But it's the Avengers: Infinity War of podcasts.
1: They're assembling the greatest
0: team of podcasters for
1: the or, biggest crossover, or if not event the ever. greatest,
0: the greatest number. <laughs> Just like Infinity War. So, Daniel, what was your favorite part of the Avengers?
1: My favorite part was Thor and Rocket. Just being buds. Just awesome space buds.
0: That was pretty funny.
1: Uh, Also, I got a little teary with Star-Lord and Gamora. What was your favorite part?
0: My favorite part? I'm trying to think right now. Uh, It might be a tie between Dr. Strange Magic Fight, (laughs) because I always love the mind-reality-bending Dr. Strange Magic Fights, or when Groot did that handle thing.
1: That's pretty good. I think Benedict Cumberbatch showed us the most important superpower that Doctor Strange has, that there's enough Cumberbatch for everyone.
0: I had a thought during the movie, or maybe not during the movie, but in the days that it sat with me after, is I really love his action scenes. I don't think I like that character
1: at all. I didn't like Doctor Strange before his transformation into Doctor Strange, the superhero. Yeah. When I watch the movie, I just fast-forward the first 30 minutes.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like, he's got the same personality type as Iron Man, kind of arrogant guy. But I can tolerate it in one form, but not the other. I don't know why.
1: I'm kind of sad we didn't get a cool facial hair bros moment like there is in the comics. Hmm. Where Doctor Strange and Iron Man high-five.
0: I have to say, I was a bit disappointed. Which part? Not from the action or spectacle that was all great but just the realizing the impermanence of anything in these movies when the ending hit and as soon as black panther got hit with the the people disappearing ray i was like oh well i guess they're gonna reverse that then
1: oh this doesn't matter yeah captain MacGuffin will come and save the day
0: uh, i guess they're gonna yep undo this one <laughs> Unless all of the future Black Panther movies are set between Black Panther and this movie, who's his sister, Shuri?
1: Shuri. What if the next Black Panther movie is just Shuri as Black Panther? Because I would be okay with just all Shuri all the time.
0: I mean, it could be, but I don't. I don't think they would. No. (laughs) And it kind of killed the the Spider Man moment. Like the Spider Man moment could have been sad, but I didn't get sad because I had already just it had already been deflated
1: yeah because spider-man dies i mean there's been a bunch of spider Men. i could see that but yeah after that point we already knew
0: and i guess it's probably just the nature of big business of movie making we already know there's going to be another spider-man and we already know he's going to be in it <laughs> <laughs> he's a flashback spider ghost so, as much as i love these big budget movies i there is a sense of you can't really change stuff when it's set like that like in the in the next star wars the at least the the solo one is a little more like this but episode 9 anything could happen we don't know what comes after right like they aren't set in these 10 movie contracts
1: we know han and chewie make it
0: yeah but that's a little bit that's a the the nature of the prequel
1: that's something i liked about rogue one we had no idea what was happening to those characters because we never see them again
0: yeah so i kind of hope that in the future maybe they can keep under wraps what movies are coming up and what what actors are contracted for how many movies and everything because i mean all they really need to do is say Hey guys, it's the next Marvel one. You don't care what it is. Come watch it.
1: <laughs> you're going you're going to watch it. Let's be honest.
0: It's just a a mystery Marvel movie. That's every year we get a couple mystery Marvel movies and there that that ups the tension again. Like I don't even know what this one is. The trailer was just a come watch it.
1: That is unless Mark Ruffalo is in the cast cuz then he's just going to tell everybody.
0: Yeah. I did like that they Uh, disguise some of the stuff in the trailers like I watched a trailer again and they show the Hulk running with everyone oh yeah (laughs) and that's and they have a a part where Thanos is grabbing people and he's only got two gems in there but at the point in the movie that it actually happens he has all of them when I saw
1: in the posters he doesn't even have the uh, soul gem in the gauntlet but he has the others oh yeah just I see what you're doing there
0: but yeah Uh, overall thumbs up thumbs down thumbs up mainly a thumbs up over here
1: i think thanos took the empire strikes back and said you know what hold my beer i can do one i can do you one better
0: yeah but at least with empire strikes back you didn't know for sure or at least you wouldn't have known for sure at the time if han solo was getting out of carbonate
1: that's true i see i had some other quick ones i can throw in here um like all avengers movie it was just a lot of spectacle Which isn't terrible, because I know that's what an Avengers movie is. But it was just a lot going on. Probably could have done more character work. Even though all the other movies set those up. I did cry a little. Possibly a lot. I, I bet Thanos would just be the worst boss on Earth Day. Like, I bet he was the kind of boss that made everyone go out and plant a tree. And we need a Vision Wanda movie.
0: Oh, it was like halfway through the movie and I'm like, guys, we're still in the intro of this thing, right? Like, what? Let's get it going. Yeah. (laughs) Like, there was a lot. It was paced fine action-wise, but narratively, halfway into the movie, I felt like we're still introducing everything.
1: That was my problem, is we started the movie, and we introduced characters, but they're already in the middle of action, which is fine. But then there's a lot of moments where we could have had them do some characterization, and instead it was just getting up to the next thing, which is good. Because, I mean, that's like what uh, Mad Max Fury Road did. It was just action scene, action scene, action scene. But in this case, they did have some downtime where they could have done more. But they just kind of did some jokes and moved on to the next thing.
0: Yeah, it really did feel like part one of a bigger movie instead of this one and its sequel. It really was a part one and part two. It felt a narrative feeling wise. Yeah, just in
1: general, I don't like movies that aren't self-contained enough. Like there's some of the Pirates of the Caribbean where I just don't care for them because they're just a means to the next movie rather than being a movie on its own.
0: Yeah. Also, I felt that thing that uh, a lot of people that don't like Marvel movies always point to this and I started feeling it on some of the scenes. I usually don't. I'm usually more go with the flow, but... That thing where they have a serious moment and then undercut it with a joke. Yeah. Most Uh, of the time I'm fine with it, but there were a few moments in this movie I went, yeah, you could have just let that sit with me.
1: The scene where Star-Lord and Gamora share like a really tender moment on the ship. And then Drax is like, I was so still, you didn't see me. It's like, you could have just cut it at the dramatic moment.
0: And then that joke went on... On as long as that the like scene initially five did. <laughs>
1: minutes of awkwardness.
0: I mean, I thought it was funny, but it really does just harm the scene that just took place. But on the same side, like the whole Star Lord Thor
1: scene where it was played for jokes, but they were still moving the plot line along, I thought they yeah. did that
0: really well. I thought that was pretty good. Like, I think, I don't, some people claim it's like. They're afraid to let a scene, you know, like, linger on a dramatic note. And I don't know if it's a fear thing of, like, the big studio can't let people have bad feelings for a minute. But there is something where, I don't know if it's a fear, but they definitely can't let some dramatic moments linger for a bit. And see, I
1: remember in Rogue One there were moments like that, but they did let him sit there. And I feel like that was a, what really set the tone for that movie. Yeah. Because there's a lot of scenes where really like, there's a Star Destroyer, and it's just there. And it's serious and spooky.
0: Yeah. But Rogue One has its own problems. <laughs>
1: yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have plenty of thoughts about Rogue One's issues.
0: <laughs> I kind of want to see what kind of mess it was before the like reshoots and re-edits stuff. Because it probably did become a tighter film. But I also wonder what it was like as a sprawling mess.
1: I still feel like it could have gone one more time under the knife. There's just a few moments that didn't I think,
0: quite work. I right. think what it needed was parts of it to be like way different. Like the the a lot of the things that I have watched on it that I agree with are she could have some more agency. Yeah. In some of the stuff because she kind of just goes along and there's not a good reason for her to be at a lot of the places until the very end and that's when a lot of people agree that it starts to come together as that last action sequences so if she she took some action in the beginning instead of just going with the flow for like two-thirds of the movie
1: as a student of information science i have some serious questions about how the empire stores data
0: oh no the star wars universe (laughs) is so weird like they can transmit it wirelessly, like, with that big signal, but from then on, for the rest of the movies, they can only transmit those plans by hand. Yeah. But they do have wireless technology because they're talking by hologram everywhere. By hologram, through which, hyperspace. Which, hologram got to take up a lot of streaming data, right? I mean, that's a 360 image. That That's a 3D model that you're projecting? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you think you could transmit the Death Star plans in one of the holograms? Or better yet, like, zip that stuff, man. Just, just throw that in a folder. It, like, throw it on a floppy drive. There's something about, like, maybe data in the Star Wars universe can't be copied. It can only be streamed. And, like, once <laughs> it's saved somewhere, it destroys the original. That's the only, like, <laughs> explanation for some of that. What do you want to see in the next movie? Them go with the decision of the end of this one and not reverse it. Wouldn't that be like crazy?
1: If that means we get an MJ as Spider-Man movie, I'm okay with it.
0: Okay. What do you want to see in the next one?
1: I want to see... Dang it, I had something. Shoot, I lost it. Oh yeah, in the next movie, I finally want to see Adam Warlock make it to the screen.
0: (laughs) Mm-hmm. They hinted him at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 2.
1: Yeah! I may have squealed a little bit in the
0: theater with that. I think I did not know who that was. Oh, yeah. I know know the name. I did not know what the, like, (laughs) (laughs) is one of those. Oh, okay, I guess.
1: I have a bunch of the weird comics from the 80s that he was in. And I was always like, that guy's wacky. He just shows up, he's weird.
0: I started reading... Some, I have the Marvel Unlimited now. Oh, and I was, yeah. I've been reading uh, some guy put together a Thanos reading timeline. I've been reading the early stuff of that. And man, Drax <laughs> the Destroyer is so different in oh, his original yeah. incarnation. I just imagine him having a voice like, I will destroy you, Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> I was created to destroy you.
1: That brings up an important point. That I realized recently that Dave Bartista looks more alien out of costume to me.
0: Is it the guy that plays him? Yeah. Okay.
1: I don't know if that's just because I've gotten so used to him as Drax, but now every time I see him, I'm like, nope, you look like an alien. (laughs) But it also could just be because he is just ginormous. Yeah. Oh, here's a weird thing. So Thanos. Is from the Milky Way galaxy. Like that just seems weird that he's a neighbor of Earth. Oh, is it? I thought that's what he said. Like I thought he was on Titan.
0: I'm pretty sure in the comics at least, Titan is is Titan not like a moon of Jupiter or Saturn or something? Uh Jupiter? Yeah. Moon of Saturn. Okay. But I'm in the like in the movies I think Titan is just a planet, like somewhere out there. But in the comics it is the moon of Saturn.
1: Well, I think... Yeah, it's actually... it. Titan is one of the few other Earth-like planetoids that has an atmosphere nearby.
0: Yeah, but I don't think in the movie he's just hanging out over there. See,
1: that's what I thought was weird. I thought it was weird if he was just like... Like a neighbor.
0: I feel like in the movie it's got... I mean, they never say, what, say it for sure. I just assume all of this space action is happening out wherever and not in the same solar system. Because, I mean, the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff obviously isn't... Yeah. ...right here. So I just assumed they went with a planet called Titan.
1: Yeah,
0: it could happen. But old comics. (laughs) (laughs) Let
1: us take the... uh, What was it? The, the waterways of Mars. It's, Did you ever see those?
0: No, but the, they like have establishing shots, which seems normal, but then also have captions about them. <laughs> like And then they went to this place. The desolate landscape went on before them. And I was like, but I could see that, though. <laughs> That's probably like
1: the writer wrote it out and the comic like drawer was like I, I don't know if they want that in or not
0: eh no <laughs> I this. think it was just them not quite having they just weren't as good at it yet and then I'm not saying the the writing wasn't as good and the, the illustrations weren't as good because there's some amazing illustrations and some amazing writing in those I think they were just new to the format of let's marry these writing and illustrations. It was more, I'm going to write this story and you're going to draw the story. <laughs> because there's so many times that Iron Man is narrating what he's doing <laughs> with his thought bubbles. I Whereas it should it. be like, a this is what Iron Man is doing in the script of the thing. And then the person draws that.
1: I think when I was reading A Doctor Strange, it was like that. So it was like, I must use the spell of Magito <laughs> to stop this beast, for that spell will make him stop.
0: Yeah. He's, Iron Man okay. I said something like, he's stronger than me, but if I can get under him, I can use my <laughs> power conceptors in order to flip him over. It's like, I can see you doing that. <laughs> we should
1: write scripts like that.
0: <laughs> No, I probably will at some point, right? An old old timey one.
1: I mean we definitely need to have a hero that has an ethnic manservant. Oh no. <laughs> that was did I tell you about that, Doctor Strange? <laughs> yeah. He has like three friends in the world, and they're all different ethnic minorities, and they're all his like unpaid interns. And it's weird.
0: Oh, one more thing. Yeah. I think there was too much Guardians of the Galaxy, honestly.
1: There was a lot. And I get that they tried to do a lot of Gamora stuff, which meant also Guardians were going to be included. Yeah. But I think they gave them way too much screen time versus maybe adding in some more
0: Black Panther or some more Wanda and Vision. There was a, like, a lot of lacking Earth stuff, it felt like. like It definitely ceded to them.
1: Oh, which is funny since the Hulk doesn't make much of an appearance after like the first five minutes. Like, there's a lot of Bruce Banner. Yeah. But it's just weird how much time they gave to Bruce talking to the Hulk without anything coming from that storyline in
0: this movie. That's definitely got to be, like, something they pick up in part two. I mean, I hope it got. That's definitely, like, a seed they're planting.
1: There's a lot of time spent on that
0: dialogue. Because if it's not, then it was definitely wasted. Like... Maybe you could say, like, if there's nothing they do with it, maybe you could say it was a misdirection, but it still seems like a waste of screen time when you've got so much going on.
1: Oh, which, why we're on it, let's not shy away from the fact that sometimes in a movie with this much CGI, there's some sketchy effects, but none of them have ever been show-stopping. Until this movie made me laugh out loud in the theater, because I'm pretty sure Bruce Banner's head is poking <laughs> up from the Hulk armor. And it just looks like he's moving just a little bit. And it just doesn't look like he's in the scene at all. Hmm. Like, the lighting's weird on his head.
0: It I cracked up really bad about I that I have part. to admit, I really, really thought at any point in that fight with any of the Hulk armor, he was going to get knocked down and then the Hulk was going to bust out of it. But spoilers. And he then doesn't. It, it did not.
1: But I was happy that Bruce Banner got to be a hero for a little bit in his own right.
0: No, yeah, that's fine. I thought it was cool, some of the stuff they did. Oh, speaking of out loud in the theater, how was your crowd? (laughs) One guy brought snacks in from the
1: outside, and they were the loudest chip bags I've ever heard. (laughs) And he waited to eat them until the quiet moments. (laughs) So it'd be completely silent, and then you'd just hear. (laughs) And then he'd take out a single chip. And he would chew it open mouth as loud as possible. So I'm pretty sure he was about to get punched.
0: It's like when John would get one Skittle and try (laughs) to do it the quietest. It's just all that plastic wrapping. Just like pour all the Skittles into your hand. (laughs) Stop going for just one.
1: I get milk duds because they just come in a box, and then you just like you can just tilt the box during an action scene, and they're all just right there, like where you can grab them out.
0: Or and, popcorn. And trying to do it slowly and quietly is worse. Oh, yeah. No. Just get it over with. That's
1: the other thing I like about Milk Thuds is I can suck on one for, like, ten minutes. So it's going to be a little bit... I can pick my moment for the next one. But Skittles and chips are just awful. Because you're sitting there with the packaging.
0: My my theater had...
1: Uh, did, did you have
0: a lot of applause?
1: No. we So we were only, like... Two, my wife and I were two of like maybe 20 people in our theater. Because we went on a Monday night.
0: Yeah. Well, Josh and I went uh, Thursday night. And man, (laughs) the applause was ridiculous, I think. It it was mainly, oh, what? I haven't seen that character since the last time I saw that character. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Like Captain America showed up. Applause! Like, yeah, (laughs) we ain't seen him since Captain America 3. (laughs) They cheered for Black Panther. Yeah, we ain't seen him since February. (laughs) Like, he is still in theaters in some places. They cheered when Thor came down with all that lightning. Like, yeah, we ain't seen him since five minutes ago when he was in that other scene, guys.
1: That just reminds me that I went to a midnight screening of The Hunger Games once, like the first one. Why? And I remember being the only person in the theater that was over the age of 16 that did not have a child. And they didn't clap at the parts that I thought they were going to clap at. They always clapped at the melodramatic romance parts. And it was just <laughs> a really weird dynamic in a the theater. Yeah. So like, they kiss and everyone's like, yeah!
0: I did like it that when the credits were nearing their end, everyone, everyone was talking in the theater because the movie's over. But then everyone went shh shh shh, shh 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 and it just like quieted way back down. And then there was no mid credits thing, <laughs> and then everyone started talking again. And then when it got to the very end, everyone with the same routine of shh shh shh
1: shh. shh. When you and I and I think Josh too went to the first Avengers movie. I remember that I got booed and down in fronted during the mid credit scene cuz I like stood up because they'd been we watched all of them that day in the theater yeah, yeah. at the time and I was just standing up stretching my legs for a second cuz I was on the front row and people were like
0: "down in front" It <laughs> was like the first
1: time that ever happened to me in a real life situation
0: Haven't you ever seen a Pirates of the Caribbean movie before? They always got an ending thing. <laughs> you got any more thoughts?
1: I had a thought that was very inappropriate during the opening. Mm. It was the scene where Loki finally, finally does the right thing and tries to just stop the villain and save his brother. And he's getting choked out by Thanos. I really wanted Loki to just whisper,
0: harder. It
1: really cracked me up. And I feel really bad. (laughs) Oh, I remember one other thing. It's kind of weird that Namor hasn't shown up yet. I figured we'd get, like, a teaser for him.
0: Um, He might be under Fantastic Four license. Uh, that would make more sense. I don't know for sure, though.
1: Let me see. I, I'm interested to see Captain Marvel now, because that was the post credit scene. Yeah. But I think it's really funny that Samuel L. Jackson just has a Captain Marvel pager. Yeah. It just seems silly. Oh, One other thing, I thought it was weird, the part where Mantis and Drax get, like, discombobulated. Ah. I thought it was weird that Thanos let them go back together, because that would have been a freaky thing to just, now they're dead. Yeah. I mean, it would have screwed up the pacing of the last fight, but...
0: Yeah, I thought that was fun. Yeah,
1: and it it mirrors a thing from the comics, which is cool.
0: Oh, cool. Sorry, spoilers. I'm mad now. Sorry. (laughs) You can find us at all the social media places uh, with some issue of double issue slash double issue show, and all the links are in the show note, <laughs> and leaving it at that. Okay. So we don't go through every website and whatever we're on. Like, mention the new one if we're on it or whatever. Yeah. Like, maybe plug the Discord. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that was our spoilery thoughts on Infinity War. If you like that, let us know, and... Maybe next time there's a big superhero movie, we'll do one of these sooner.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, what do we have next coming
0: out? Isn't there one coming out soon? Uh, Ant-Man and Wasp later this summer?
1: Yeah, that'll
0: be good. So we could do one of those if people like this. Just let us know. We You could email us, Twitter us, whatever. There's links everywhere. And uh, we have a Discord. People can join and just chat with us if you want. There's a link to that in the show notes as well. I think that's all I want to plug.
1: Okay. (laughs) I think I had another thing, but I think that's it.
0: I think I cleaned up my Twitter. I don't remember what I changed my name to finally. I think I'm just at Quentin Pongrat. Oh, how are you now? But then I made my name Quentin Sunglasses Emoji. But yeah, I finally went through and deleted all the tweets I had that were basically when I had linked my Twitter and my Crunchyroll. And so I had years worth of Quentin watched an episode of Naruto. (laughs) And it was just that, and then the next episode, and then the next episode, and then the next episode.
1: <laughs> That's really rough. Yeah. I mean, at least... I mean, Naruto is at least not that cringy. Uh-huh. It wasn't like you're watching others.
0: <laughs> I had Naruto. I had some... Uh, Hitman Reborn in there.
1: Yeah, yeah, that seems more fine. It's better than, like, you watched every episode of, like... Uh, I can't think of a really bad one. Yeah,
0: there's no bad anime. Um, yeah, that's right. I think I had some Card Fight Vanguard on there. Oh, hey, right now I have 69 tweets. Never oh. tweeting again, everyone. <laughs> Art is by Elise Prather. Fire dot or Elise Prather Art on Instagram. The song is Free Harmonics by the Free Harmonic Orchestra, if we use that for the intro. We shortened it down under its Creative Commons license, and you can find that link to that song in the show notes with everything else. And if I release this one, I think I'll release this, then you can catch our next episode Thursday to be the episode where we have our war stories. Yeah. And then after that, we should have a guest again. Who's our guest? I forget her name. Beth Lindley. Cool.
1: I started listening to her podcast the other day, and it was really good. The Gravity Falls fourth one? journal.
0: Yeah. I need to look up. I need to, like, get with them because the episode I want to do is the one where it's the short stories, the whole one. And I don't know how soon that is in their thing.
1: Is it The Bottomless Pit? Yeah. That's the same one I signed up for.
0: Um, I think we are said all our things. Bye! But yeah, we're just gonna, we're just gonna tell our thoughts, and it may be messy because... That's I'm a messy man. <laughs> I'm cutting that part out.
1: <laughs> no, make that the ending.